what's going on everyone it is wednesday night 9 p.m eastern standard time and you're here with your boys mike and mish on the mike and mish show what up mike yo what is happening I i'll tell you what's happening i'll tell you crazy what's tired right now i could tell <laughs> you haven't been to work for a few days because of that not. scruff on your face mm-hmm yeah, yeah look at this would you look at that huh? yeah would you look at that everything good in the hood mike everything is okay everything is okay everything is okay you yep. know what the little one had her tonsils and uh adenoids out this morning so Oof. that was that I don't was even, uh, i i'm not only i don't wild. even know what an adenoid is bro don't it's know oh then your throat that's all you gotta it's know on your throat is and i don't have them anymore is an adenoid connected to a tonsil or are they like are they a package deal is that what that is no i don't know they're not a package deal nope because you can get your tonsils <laughs> taken out or vice versa by themselves well i can tell you that i have all my adenoids and all my tonsils so i have no idea what that's like but god bless your little one maybe she will uh have a completely different attitude now huh? mm, no maybe i don't know <laughs> <laughs> she could uh, though because she was like choking out in the middle of the night like somebody was fucking cut out, you yeah know? She, yeah oh, oh. oh that's you know, well, maybe, that, yeah um, maybe she'll sleep better sleep apnea she had that's what it was because they were so big they would block her air, air airway sometimes when she was sleeping. It's crazy, right? It's like sleep crazy. like regular sleep apnea when people fall asleep and they choke. So you're, you're so your four year old daughter was sleeping like a fifty year old man with an alcohol problem. Yep, <laughs> shaking the fucking rafters in this place, <laughs> snoring. It's crazy. Oh, that shit sucks, man. Uh, well, you know, I'm dealing with other shit in my house too. I got a sick kid and, uh, another one that is continuing to deal with the bullies on the bus and he's ready to throw down. Bullies on the bus. Dude, I'm sick and tired of hearing about it. And those in the comment section, Corey Rivera, TJS Laxon, Ty Culver, Culver House, Monica, what's up? Oh, I think uh, that's is that Tony's new Facebook page there or the Oh, uh, Roscoe Elite, everybody. We Roscoe Elite. We have Susan the elite Walker, in the house. Big Ben. So, so you guys in the comment section, when is it okay to drive your child to a kid's house so he can call him for a head up in the front yard? Is it? <laughs> drop is that, the age in the comments here. Drop the age in the comments. No, that's a moral dilemma are. of mine because I feel like at this point it's been going on for about two months of school now. He has dealt with them. At, I, I've talked about it on the show, but you know they chill out for a few days and then they come right back like fucking roaches, dude. And and now it's like today he was like fed up to the max and he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking de- I'm gonna deal with it tomorrow. I'm like okay. Do it in the afternoon, okay? On the afternoon bus, deal with it then so I don't have to leave work in the morning, okay? Can you do that? <laughs> right? Isn't that the yeah. isn't that the smarter thing to do? Yeah, do that you just for gotta me, go go for it and take his head and hold it so his throat is over <laughs> the top of the seat and just press oh. the back of his head down like that. Yeah. Tony Chapel yeah. says uh 10 oh, years old. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's fucking it, it's a you know. There'll always be bullies. There'll always be dickheads. And it always makes me wonder what kind of house they come from. It yeah. Makes me, you know, it makes me want to go it's, there. You kind of want to get rid of them, but at the same time, hear me out. I feel like they do kind of make the world go round in a mm. way somewhat. You know what I mean? Like they, you got a little bit of, you got to deal with some of these people and it'll, it'll mold you because you got to stand up to them and stuff. However, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. It goes a totally opposite direction. That's horrible. But for the most part, 
you know, you fight your bully, it might become your best friend, or you might just beat his ass and change his life. I don't know. It's one of the other. I mean, Matt in the comments says, do it now. Do you want me to take the camera with me and go to the person's house live on the show? Is that what you want to yeah. do? <laughs> do it now. <laughs> do it now. Do yeah, it. take the camera. Let's you. <coughs> I will, you know, send you an invite to your phone. Yeah, I'll and, do it on uh, my phone. We're not going to do that, but we have a couple of guests for the evening. We're going to try to. Could you walk there be, right now? Um, He lives two now. He lives. Um, remember that I was talking about oh, the. Uh, do it. Remember I was talking I, about the. Bring Richardson on here. We'll co-host and you'll be walking and we'll, you know. Yeah. We'll... Do you remember last week I was talking about the full size candy bar neighborhood? Yes. He lives in that neighborhood. Oh well, yeah. see. Yeah, it's, it's it's within walking distance. It's about a mile. That's, away. It's kind of crazy, you know. You get a kid <laughs> with such a, a, you know, a privileged life, and he's such a dickhead. Yeah, that might be why. Dick. It's probably what it is. He might what, need to be. Hey. Yeah, well, I'm not going to do that tonight. So, um, with that said, hey guys, we got a couple sponsors we got to shout out, and then we got a couple guests we want to bring on. We're going to be bringing on our guests this evening in a second. It is Keith Richardson. He is one half of the main event BKFC 52. He's going to be taking on Reggie Barnett after already fighting three times this calendar year. This fucking dude is ultra active right now for the BKFC. He's the main event, and then we're going to follow him up with Josh Marr, who we talked to Brandon Bushaw last week. He, he is the other half of that banger. So we'll talk to him in a second. But before we do that, we got to shout out our sponsors. Mike. Oh, my God. Listen, winter time is coming up soon, right? And you know what that means? That means that people are going to start sitting in the house and getting lazy and letting their hair grow out. Yeah. It's not okay, people. It's not okay. You have to go out and you need to look fresh when you get out there. What do you want to be alone forever? You're going to have Cheeto fingers <laughs> sitting in your living room. What are you doing? Get to the shave parlor immediately. You need to get your hair cut. You need to get your beard did. Your hair did. You need to get fancy. Get a fade. Get a temp. Whatever else. What do we call them up here? North Providence blow. I don't think you're getting that at the shave parlor because they're down. <laughs> <laughs> they're down in Florida. Best fades and shaves in Cape Coral, Florida. Certified Shave and Fade Masters, Jay and Omar, they will hook you up. 101 Del Prado, Cape Coral, Florida. Hit them up. They do Big Ben's haircut. So if you're wondering how nice their hair is, we got to get this video from Ben. Nice and faded up. He's got the Mike and Mish sticker on his neck. I mean, come on. We should have good guys, good the Mike guys, and Mish man. logo in, uh, in his head. So when, I go down, when I go down to visit my parents down in Cape Coral, I am definitely swinging by and hanging out with Jay and Omar for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that said, we also have a return. The return, he is back. He is back. And where the hell is the graphic? Here it is. The BK Bet Shark is back oh, on board yeah. with the Mike and Miss show. So we love this dude. We love how he knows how to make money in the sport that we love. So if you want to win some money, you want to get races. back on. Dude, you want to start raking in the cash just like the shark? Go over to at BKBetShark on Instagram and follow this man. Pay the 50 bucks. It's mu- it's very, very worth it. He fucking pulls in the dough. He's been on a run. So yeah, here he is. Yeah, pay 50, win like 4,000. Yeah, pay 50, just follow his lead and rake in the dough. 7,000 sometimes. Yeah, it's Always fucking insane. Some of his bet tickets are crazy. Um, with that said, let's go ahead and bring on our first guest of the evening. He is, like I said, one half of the BK, uh, BKFC 52 main event. Taking on Reggie Easy, Easy Educated Hands. Is it Easy E Educated <laughs> No, it's Ease E. Ease E. Not Easy E like the rapper. It's okay. Ease E. Ease E Educated Hands. I always get that fucked up. Reggie Barnett Jr., he's taking on Keith Rockstar Richardson. Here he is. What's up, guys? 
Yo, what, what is happened? happening, Keith? Nothing. Uh, just finished up training. Still over here at Modern Warrior. Uh, and we got a little uh, grappling going on um, uh, outside my office. You know, Keith, when we first talked to you um, with Knucklemania 1, and we talked to you about possibly fighting in BKFC and you said, you don't know, you don't, you know, you never know what's going to happen. We'll see. You didn't sound like you were all that into it, to be honest with you. Time goes by, time goes by. And then boom, 2023 hits. You fight in January. You fight uh, Cody Jenkins a few few months later. You fight Derek Perez a few months later. Now you're sitting there at three and oh, inside of a calendar year fighting for a fucking world title. What happened? Like, yeah, it, it seems crazy. Like, uh, no, like, Knuckle Mania, like, kind of, um, kind of waking, waking me to it, uh, a lot more. Like, you know, I'd been in talks with them before, it just didn't work for a couple for one reason or another. But, like, once I, uh, once, like, once that Scoggins fight went down, like, yeah, I was, I was hooked. Um, you know, I was kind of, I was getting kind of fed up with, uh, a lot of the politics in MMA. Like, you know, I, I was having, you know, you know fights guys ducking me and stuff like that like unlike most uh unlike a lot of guys like some guys like you know went to bkfc off a losing streak and i was on a big winning streak and right yeah you know, there was there was no nowhere for me to go like you know um there seems like there's a lot more uh dogs that are willing to uh throw down in bkfc like you know guys guys ain't as scared um so like you know and plus, like, you know, after that Scoggins fight, I was, uh, I was, I was hooked. Like, you know, got such a warm reception. Like everybody loved the fight. Like, um, how could they not, yeah, how could right? they not love that fight? It was oh a my, fight you, of the year. You even got like a, a battle scar, like, like nothing I've ever seen from that fight. I can say it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you know, what's crazy, Keith, you are about to fight for the fourth time in 10 months, right? That yeah. is a cool, that is a third of how many times reggie has fought for the bkfc and he was on bkfc one isn't that kind of crazy this is bkfc 52 he's been there since bkfc one against travis thompson in 2018 he's fought 12 it'll be his 12th fight it'll be your fourth in 10 months that's just fucking like a wild stat Bonkers. yeah uh like yeah it's crazy because um bkfc two or three they actually uh offered uh reggie barnett to me uh Oh, um, but I went, I was, I was taking an, uh, I took an MMA fight. Uh, like I, was, I think I was already scheduled for one or something like that. So I never, uh, never happened, but it, it sure as hell came back around, didn't it? You sure fucking did. Now here you are, man. You're about to fight Reggie. Like we just said on in the five year existence of the BKFC, if they were going to etch into stone, a fucking Rushmore of BKFC, you would have faces like Miss Fitferia and Lorenzo Hunt and and probably Reggie Barnett on there. Here you are. You're going to fight one of the pioneers of this new sport that you're you're growing to love yourself. Um, what are your thoughts on Reggie? You know, at as a fighter, what like as a whole, what he's done for the sport up to this point, and uh, and what are your thoughts on his style inside the squared circle? Um, yeah, like yeah, Reggie's definitely cemented his uh, his legacy in the sport. Um, you know, he's he, he's done a t he's done a ton. Like, you know, it's not I, I didn't call Reggie out out of animosity or you know, I don't have a problem with him. Like, you know, I don't I typically don't give a shit like whether my my opponent's a nice guy or 
an asshole, like, I I want to fight guys that I respect as fighters. Like, you know, he's ta- like, you know, he's he's he holds the belt. He has a target on his back. Right. I was yeah. going to say, you also target, want to be a world champion. Target acquisition is my business. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to fight him because he's the, he's the champ. right now he's the, by all, all rankings, he's the best. He's got the belt around his waist. Mm-hmm. I want that spot. You know, you got to eat, you eat what you kill in this sport. I <laughs> love it. Um, but you've, you've watched his career so far. You've seen yeah. him fight all the guys that he's fought. Um, the one guy that he just seemed to couldn't get through couldn't get through was a guy with a very long MMA background, much like yourself. Yeah. He wasn't built like you. He got a little bit of a different style, but, but he's a wrestler. He's a grappler, and and he made it very dirty for Reggie in there both times that they fought. Um, what did you think about the comparison between yourself coming from a long MMA career against? I mean, uh, compared to Johnny Bedford in um, in his fights. Yeah. I mean, Johnny, like we have different body styles, but we have some, some, uh, some similar strengths. Um, and like, you know, where, where Johnny was long, you know, and then would catch like, you know, and then would like work into the clinch. Yeah. With me being shorter and explosive though, still like, you know, if I get like, like I, I don't think he knows like how strong I am in, in, in a clinch. Like, you know, like, you know, like if you watch my M, like if he's watching my MMA fights, he's probably got to figure it out that, you know, I'm not somebody that you really want to grab a hold of. But yeah. I think with my movement and stuff like that, I'll have the uh, <clears throat> I'll have the ability to uh, kind of close him down. Like you know, he, he tends to have a little bit more of a point point fighting style where I'm uh, trying to cut you off, track you down, pressure you, and beat you until you stop standing up his last fight and i think mike will agree with me i don't know if you were there for that one keith it was in virginia back in march or i think it was march or april yeah when was, was that mike march? i think it was march yeah that was one of the like weirdest fucking fights because like reggie was like you know leaning over uh daniel alvarez's shoulder he ended up getting slammed uh the referee yeah, ended up weird stuff it was a lot yeah. of weird shit what did you think about his last performance against danny alvarez um like yeah it was just it was just awkward like you know it kind of seemed like it seemed like, it, like you know it didn't really like it was more of an annoyance for him to be there yeah it was <laughs> abnormal it was a late notice fight yeah it was like abnormal it, it, the style of the fight, the way it went down, the pacing, the whole thing was odd. Yeah. Like, who, uh, who was he originally supposed to fight? Was was Daniel guy, Alvarez a guy from overseas? Uh, Cedar Mom, I think. Oh yeah, Cedar Mom. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. He couldn't get over here. He had uh, green card issues or something, right? Visa issues. That's what it was. You're right. But Daniel Alvarez, man, that was a weird, ugly fight. It was like fucking all kinds of not. That whole night was kind of crazy, though. Remember the, it was remember, remember the dude did the spin weird. kick? Some Somebody threw yes. a spin kick and uh, kicked and, someone and, in the... And I think he shot a double leg or something like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. After, and that other guy, oh, my God, I wish I knew their names. He got his, it was, his name won, was Kyle like, something. He had my yes. name, Kyle something. He ended up he winning his, after getting his, he was he was getting his ass kicked for a little while. He got his, yeah. he got his mouthpiece hit like three rows into the crowd, and then they threw it back into him. <laughs> like, it was fucking weird. And then the dude ended up getting real tired. BKFC is is a crazy sport with crazy fans. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking well, and it keeps getting better. Um, This card that you're headlining down there is not too far from home for you. You're gonna—I'm assuming you're gonna have a fucking crowd of people there 
Um, am I am I right in assuming that you're gonna have a yeah, I get uh, I tend to get you know good support uh, you know, in my home state. Right, you guys are gonna really put on a show. Is there is there a lot of like local guys that have trained with you that are gonna be on that card, or um, I mean, do you have any yeah. teammates on that card? Yeah, uh, about like at least one third of the card, uh, like one third of uh, the card is probably uh, you know came came and trained uh, during the build up for this. You know, I've um, you know, I've had a great g- group of guys coming in to uh, coming in to get some work. Um, heck, just this morning I had uh, Tony Soto in here, nice, uh, Jeremy nice. Holloway. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, I've had uh, Michael Lale, um, John uh, Barnard, um, yep, John Bernard, Trevor Loken. Uh, John wow. Barnard is Barnard on this card? No, no he's not I on this card. Um, okay, yeah. I was going to say he's, I on a, uh, he's uh, he fighting f- for an organization uh, to he not fights be named. For- Oh <laughs> yeah, he yeah. fights for BYB. Yeah, gotta keep uh gotta keep the boss man happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't be, you know uh, what? I like that dude too. He's actually he fought our our, our yeah, next guest after Mar. you is yeah. Josh Marr. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. um and man, what a tough fucking dude coming straight coming out of uh Hawaii and like yeah. I didn't realize his background, you know. And when we were out in Denver, you uh, you can never like count out uh, a Hawaiian fighter. I when we were out in Denver, we were talking about heavy underdogs that somebody might want to put some money on. And I, I texted someone. I said, hey, this girl that's fighting Courtney Cameron um, has every every uh, ingredient to be the upset of the night. I'm telling you right now, she she was like two, three, uh, two and one in MMA. She didn't have a great MMA uh, amateur background, but she came from Hawaii. She's taking the fight on short notice. I mean, she's a huge could, underdog. She's yeah, a huge fucking, underdog. Fucking Hawaiians are tougher than like a Waffle House steak. They're just ready to fucking throw down. So, you ever have a Waffle House steak? Yeah. Uh, yeah that a boy. That's a real Marine right there. Yeah, uh-huh. that is. He had a, a Waffle House steak with a crayon, right? <laughs> You cut it with a crayon. There you go. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, did you think that when you took that fight with Scoggins in the beginning of this year that you would be fighting four times this year? Or uh because honestly, in that fight, you had sustained a pretty gnarly cut underneath your eye that I, I don't know how many stitches did it take because it seemed like it took a lot. Um, yeah, because there were two separate cuts. Um I wanna say Plus, you know, I had uh, stitches uh, on the other eye. Um, like, I also had a, uh, some, um, uh, some um, like, ret- uh, retinal scratches and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Like, it, it, took, uh, it took, like, about, like, it took a couple of weeks before I had, like, you know, uh, before I had full vision uh, back in that eye, like, just because of all the uh, retinal scratches and stuff like that. And it's uh, kind of crazy because now my um, my pupils don't dilate the same. Huh. Like one one di- one's dilated bigger, so it That's looks like wild. I'm constantly like constantly on drugs. Like so, if I get pulled over, I'm I'm pretty fucked. <laughs> is it is <laughs> like it the eye? Is it the eye closer? Weird, small, one, one will be big. Looks so like the I'm eye closer to the cop is always dilated, <laughs> right? Yeah. The one yeah, closer to the window. Much. Oh, you're fucked. 
<laughs> yeah. So with that said, did you like when when you took all when you took that damage on your face, you got the win, you got the fight of the night with Scoggins. Um, were you expecting yourself to jump right back in there the way you have two more times? Granted, the next two only lasted like a combined one round altogether. So I got all that shit out the way the first time. If I can. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm always like, you know, I like one. I, I, I know that like, you know, uh, most of that stuff usually heals pretty quick, like cuts and bruises. Like, you know, um, yeah, I got got that Wolverine blood in me. Yeah, not like, like kind of the, the the older Wolverine from like Logan, where he's like, yeah, where he's got, <laughs> got some years on him, so he don't heal it as fast. But it like, he heals it with whiskey, and, yeah, yeah. That's fucking awesome. You guys are, uh, you guys in this sport really demand a, a level of respect that mo- mo- a lot of people don't quite understand. The ones like I was at the boxing gym today. My son had class this afternoon, and I was talking to somebody in. Then I don't think people really quite understand what the sport is. Like, even in a boxing gym in Connecticut, like that trains, you know, they've had some world. Brandon Ward comes out of there and some champion level boxers come out of that gym. And they're still, I don't think they're very much on board with this sport. It's, it's, uh, it's still a, a niche community. And I wish it would like really branch out. I wish it would really hit that stride. And get these I, I, I think I think it, I think it I think it's starting starting to uh, a lot more. I've found that the MMA community is a lot more open and receptive to it. Like, um, yeah, I think that's just kind of always like kind of how, yeah. how it how it always is anyway. Because like you know, with MMA, we're 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 eclectic anyway. Where like you know, boxing was the same when when MMA started blowing right. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're always gonna be. Yeah, I'll kind of in that box a little bit. Yeah, because um, I feel like people like you're you're encroaching on my territory. You know, yeah. this is ours. Right. This is our combat sports is ours. We own it. You there can be nothing else. You know. Yeah, yeah, and then like yeah, with like and with bare knuckle, like it's kind of uh, uh, like now now it is boxing, but like a more brutal version of it. So like you know they're they're getting a little bit more uh, try like yeah trying to trying to protect their sport because they think, you know, like we're coming after it. It's definitely getting to be more of a, um, the, te- the more technical fighters, um, seem to be winning. You know what I mean? Like take, uh, Britain and, uh, Melanie Shaw just two weeks ago. Yeah. Melanie is an absolute brawler. She would be very similar to the fighters that you saw on the early BKFC cards because yeah. everybody was in there just trying to get, you know, forward pressure and and get everybody out as fast as possible with every fucking they can land. Now you get a girl like that who's kind of in that mode, and again, a girl like, oh look at that, you need to move, oh, baby. That's, a- that's like you ever shit at work and you sit on the toilet too long and the light goes uh, off. That's what just happened. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> actually, it's like a panic moment because you're like, fuck. Like, if somebody well, walks stop, in, they stop see watching, me sitting. Stop watching fucking porn on the fucking shitter. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, you, I thought about this before. Yeah. You sit in there too long. That light shuts off. There's a moment in time where somebody can walk in and the light turns on and then they see you your see feet your... in there and they're like, what the <laughs> fuck is that guy doing? And is he dead? Oh, oh man. Oh, man. That's that's funny. What, what I was saying was Britain Hart has really become a very technical bare knuckle fighter. You know what I mean? Like she really picks her shots and lands at a really high accuracy, you know, with a really high accuracy. Her 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 shots land 
And uh, yeah. she proved it. And and man, Melanie Shaw looked like she got stung by a million bees when that fucking fight was over. Yeah. It was crazy. I think, yeah, like, you know, um, that's kind of like, you know, as, as the sport's growing, it like, you know, like the expertise is really starting to pick up, the skill level starting to pick up. Like at first, it was just like, you know, just let's clash in the middle and like, you know, whoever lands that, whoever lands that eyes closed, freaking Hail Mary punch. Um, yeah. But now, like, you know, you see, see the guys that are starting to, um, you know, progress, like, you know, move up at the rankings and like, you know, really starting to take over are guys that can manage that, that raw aggression and then answer, you know, and just, um, you know. Even a guy, him. even a guy as guy, skilled as like smooth pressure and pick, pick, pick their shots. Now, like now, now the tech, the technical aspects are really starting to, starting to pick up. You know, it's in, it's a fun, fun time to be involved yeah. in and fun time to watch and it's just growing and getting better. You can't be popping them foreheads, man. You can't be doing it. Uh, like as if you had a boxing glove on, you can't hit somebody in the forehead. You know what I mean? You're going to break your fucking hand. And and like a guy like Mike Perry who came over, he's a really high level MMA fighter and he's really fitting well in this sport. If you just watch that first fight with him and Julian Lane, he wasn't quite picking his shots. He was just landing whatever the fuck he could throw. And he even said it after that fight by the fourth round, he didn't want to throw another punch. Yeah. And he had, he had two more rounds to go and his hands were so fucked up from just landing wherever he threw. Yeah. You know, and now you know. I don't. know, What is he? Three, four, and zero now. Three, four, and zero. He, he just got that big win. Everything hurts in bare knuckle. It hurts <laughs> to get hit and it hurts to hit them. Yeah. Now, before we, uh, before we wrap things up with you, you said you mentioned a few people. Um, Tony Soto. Tony Soto. You said he's been training with you, and he's really changed a lot about his his life. He said he he left his old gym and he needed a new start. Has he been spending a lot of time at your gym? And um, what have you been seeing in Tony that uh, has been impressive to you? Um, yeah, like you know, he's uh he's been coming in pr- like pretty regularly. Um, you know, he's uh he's mostly training uh up at uh Bone Breakers just because like you know we're we're a trek you know from uh from where he lives. Um, but you know, I've been seeing him um pretty regularly. We've been getting good sparring, you know, some good work in. Um, yeah, I definitely see him. Uh, Definitely see him just like you know his uh, his level growing, his understanding of the game growing. Like you know he's taking he's taking this really seriously and putting in putting in the work. You know he's uh, now he's surrounded himself by some like you know some he's surrounded himself by with you know, good people, good coaches. Um, yeah, he's uh, like it's really nice to see his game game progressing the way it is. Yeah, we've been saying that we think he's about a win away from a title shot for sure. And uh, I, would, I what, definitely agree. Like you know, especially what that would put him at five and zero, six and zero. Yeah, and whether that title be on Luis Palomino or if it becomes vacant and he fights somebody for it, I don't know. I don't know where pa- Palomino stands right now in that in in the BKFC and in that division. Maybe he's healthy soon and he's back defending. But I totally could see Tony with another win, you know, getting his shot. And um, we have to give away a picture of you that yeah. is signed by you. Mike, do we have that picture? Before we, we're, we're going to check this there picture out, man. Do you remember signing that? I don't know if you do. Yep, Look I at do. That. There you go. We are going to give this away tonight. Yeah. While we play, while we do a little speed round with you, people are going to be answering a question. Um, we're going to lob this to you. Uh, Keith Richardson, do you have a 
trivia question for the peeps that are watching that they can guess to win this picture. It could be anything about you. It could be your favorite food. It could be your favorite color. It could be your fucking shoe size. It could be anything you want. If you got something in mind, throw it out there and let people win this picture. Favorite fight? Uh, And I'll tell you what. You want me to tell you the answer when we're off air? No. No, People will guess and we will... uh, put the answers out we'll now. we'll read them to right you. okay all right um let's go with uh what's my favorite anime anime whoa is it a popular <laughs> anime is this popular are we we, 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 we getting hints now well yeah, i well. you know i just know that the anime world is very expansive so yeah. i don't want you know yeah all right um yeah it's 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 definitely a popular one. All right, let's go. Put them in the comments. Put them in the what comments. And while we're doing that, we're gonna ask you some Halloween questions okay. before we get out of here. Fairy tale, Naruto, Dragon Ball. I thought no. that would be Hero uh, Academia. Naruto. There it is. Oh, look at this right here. Boom. Swervo cuts one. No way. Naruto. Yes, look yes, at that. yes. That's awesome. Yeah, he can hang, God. dude. It just holds a, like Naruto holds, holds a special place in my heart. Um I actually got put on Naruto when I was uh, when I was in Iraq. Um, one of no one way. of our guys, um, like he was a big anime fan. Like I'd watched like I used to watch Dragon Ball Z like when I was in uh, like high school and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But um, like you know, he had DVD. Like we still had DVDs at the time and stuff like that. Um, and he started like putting it in, and at first like everybody's like, "What the fuck is this?" We got super into it, loved it. Um, is there like a thousand episodes? That, uh, it was actually one of my Marines that I lost out there. Damn. That's so fucking a uh, special place in my heart. And like, plus it's just got such great storyline. You know, it's a goat. There you go. I am um, wild. Me and the boys are, are watching one piece right now, but not the anime. We're watching oh, the, the live action. Yeah. That live action is good. Like it is good. Like, oh, yeah. I, I like one piece, but it like the storyline takes forever to get through. There's just too many episodes. Yeah. Like I like it it's take it took me years to uh catch up. It's got like one thousand and eighty five yeah. episodes or something. <laughs> yeah. Like it's ridiculous. It's so, fucking crazy. That live action just condenses everything down so good, and like, oh, it's good. It takes too. away all the filler. Like, yeah. it, it, it's two hundred episodes in ten episodes. Oh, really? Okay. So, what are they going to do about six or seven seasons of the? Yeah, re- I think they live action twelve. To 12. Oh. That's what I read an article. It said they plan to do twelve seasons. So, well, it's fucking know. fantastic. I I've been yeah. loving it so. Yeah, all right, let's ask a you a couple. Of into it, and like, it, it, it paid off. Like they, they did a good job with it. It's a dope ass show for sure. Hey, Halloween is right around the corner. Before we let you go, I got to ask you the four quick questions. What is your, according to you, what is the greatest horror movie franchise of all time? Scream. Ooh. Scream. Okay. All right. I was gonna say. I mean, you got Nightmare on Elm Street. You got. You got fucking Saw just put out their 10th one, but Scream is a good one. There you go. Number two. What's the sluttiest costume you've seen at a Halloween party? Sluttiest. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we worked on that one at work today. That's a good that's Uh, a good one. Um I love Halloween. I, yeah, I don't know, Mike, man. I, Mike the showed older up I get, cowboy, the more I love it. Yeah. Mike showed up with a. Uh, I'm a bad a cowboy. cowboy. Someone yeah. dressed up as Mike's mom. 
there you go all right we'll we'll get that we'll let that one slide number three (laughs) have you ever done any of the following halloween hoodlum activities have you ever egged a house yes smash somebody's pumpkins yes tp'd somebody's property yes stole anyone's halloween decorations yes you are a fucking problem. Yeah. All of the above, baby. Yeah. I, when I was young, growing up in New York, I was a little hoodlum. Oh my God, that's so it. Moving that's... down south for me to for me to get get my to, life right. To, to get your shit together, Damn. it was. Let's be honest. It was you joining the Marines that got your fucking shit together, right? A protest. No, that, for any... a, that, that reverted me right back to who they said. <laughs> a protest for any of you adults. Stealing from the Army and Navy. Blowing what? shit up, like no, yeah, it, it, it really brought you back a lot. <laughs> what were you saying, Mike? I was gonna say, pro tip for any of the adults that are watching and want to go back to their youth and egg a house. I remember when we would steal our own eggs from our parents, and then they would get upset because we would take like a whole fucking a dozen <laughs> eggs and throw them at somebody's house. We yeah. were all the fucking eggs. We <laughs> found out that like up the street from us, the supermarket would just put all the old eggs and milk cartons out on the back loading dock and then they'd throw them all out. So we would just drive up to the back and we would get milk crates just filled with them, like four or five milk crates. And just machine gun your neighborhood? Hundreds of dozens of eggs. Just fill the whole trunk and just throw entire packets out. Wham! Oh yeah. It was great. It was free. Uh, It's free. Yeah, there you go. Free hoodlum shit. Number four, last one. What will you do for Halloween this year? Ooh, uh, Be like, a yeah, world champion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I'm, I'm going to walk around with that belt around my waist like a fucking pimp. <laughs> there you go. Known hey, as Keith Richardson. Known the as champion. Keith, the, the rock star himself. Keith, we are so looking forward to this. Do you see this being, before we let you go, do you see this uh, being a war? Or do you, do you see do you see yourself shocking the world and um, – you know, getting rid of Reggie pretty quick. Um, honestly, I'm ne- never expecting a quick e- exit. You know, uh, from uh, yeah, from the champ. But I, I am look. I am looking to finish it. Like I don't like fighting five rounds. There you go. Yeah, I'm not paid by the hour. Um, but I, I, I see it. I see it being like you know. Don't don't see it. See it being easy. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to eat a few to land land a few. You now, um, yeah, you guys know that's that's fine by me. Well, dude, we've seen I'm, the way you I'm gonna hit harder and more often. So we've I'll seen the way you fight, and we know how Reggie fights. You're already a candidate for fight of the year. You could be one of those guys that are in that category twice. Come oh, uh, be, uh, Saturday after the event. Yeah, I could be year of the rock star, rookie of the year, fight of the year. Fighter of the year, world champion, world champ. Like, oh shit, man, that sounds like a dream. I'm, co- I'm coming for all the fucking records this year. There it is, man. Do you have anything else you want to throw out there before we let you go? Um, no, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for my guys over here at Model Warrior. Thanks for all the guys uh, that you know been coming back, back down to get work. Yeah, thanks for all the uh, people that have been supporting me. Um, yeah, I'm definitely uh, you know, I've been on fire this year and uh. Most of it's due to uh, the fact, um, you know, before I lost my dad, you know, one of the last things he said, he's like, go after it, son. Go after it. You know, well, you're uh, fucking didn't want me, you know, He didn't want me pulling out of the Scoggins fight. Like, you know, was, we lost him two weeks before that Scoggins fight. 
You know, we wouldn't allow it. We remember that very, yes, very much do. so, man. That was a dramatic night for you. It was fucking unbelievable. You performed yeah. and you've looked nothing but uh, great this whole year. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. Mike and I will be there. So we'll see you uh, next week down in South Carolina. Yep. Sounds good, brother. I'll see you there. All, All right. right man, take it easy. Later. Later. Who tanks for the children? For the children. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Keith Rockstar Richardson, man, he's a cool dude, and um, he really has been on a tear this year. So we all know how good Reggie is. Um, this is going to be an absolute test for Reggie and test for Keith. Uh, Keith is a longtime successful MMA veteran, so he it, it's not like this is his fourth fight ever. You know what I mean? He's a fucking warrior for sure. Yeah. He oh, started yeah. a gym. He's a, called it, he's a modern warrior. He called it that for a reason. With that said, Mike, we got another guest to bring on here. He's been yes, waiting patiently, do. and uh, he's going to be taking on Brandon Bushaw in front of his fucking home Pete. hometown Pete. people. And uh, he's tough as nails, and we've seen him out there twice. And uh, we're going to get to see him one more time in front of that South Carolina crowd. Here he is, Josh Danger Mar. Hey, what's up, guys? What's yo, up, yo, man? Yo, How yo, are yo. you? Good. Let's make you big on the screen so people make don't them look at me and make Mike. Look at you. Look at that stash, dude. That thing yeah. is looking fucking stout, son. Yeah, it looks very you got I don't know if it's just like your shirt and your hat, but it looks very red right now. Yeah. <laughs> very red. I don't remember it being that red. Am I just it, going crazy? The lighting. The lighting, the light. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't remember it being that red. I have, like, red in my beard, although, if you look, it's really turning pretty gray, I got to tell you. It's getting crazy. I feel yeah. old. But, well, yeah, it might, like, do you, do you have any kids, Josh? Yes. Do they have red hair? Uh, no. No. So I ended up, <laughs> my second kid, right? My wife's giving birth, Stephanie, right? And the nurse goes, oh, my God, I see a bunch of hair. And it's red. And I, I had, I actually had a book, right? And I was sitting there with a book waiting, like, just chilling, waiting. Because my wife don't want to be messed with when she's giving birth, right? She's the one where the nurses are like, come help, encourage her. And I, like, look over and, like, look away. <laughs> I learned from the first time. And the, and the lady's like, oh, what the hell's wrong with your husband? And, like, Steph just kind of looked at her like, nah, he's, he's good. I, I told him, don't fuck with me during birth, you know? But so when she says this kid's got red hair, I just went like we actually both caught eyes. We I like looked over at Steph like what the fuck did we hit? Like I talked to her telepathically like bitch, what the fuck you been doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? We both looked at each other. You can see her eyes get wide. Like what the hell? Red hair? Who the hell's got red hair? And then like of course like a couple seconds later, I'm thinking to myself like oh my god, like I have red hair, and I would never only have in your thought, beard. Only in my beard. Yes. And I would have never thought that my kid, she has like, it's more like now it's gotten a little like orange, kind of like a, an Auburn. I, I don't know, but it's definitely different. Right. So it's just, it's weird how that happens. So you get some red hairs in there and the recessive genes pop out, you know? And she's a psycho. So yes. You know? All right. Well, Hey, Josh, Josh, you are here. You are fighting for the third time and you have not had an easy task. Your first two times out for the BKFC your first damn fight in your debut was against uh, Superman Brandon Allen, who um, I want to say, was that in Orlando? Yes. Like he, yeah, he, uh, he caught you with a left hook from hell, or I, th I think. But Brandon is a fucking top two, top three guy in that division. He is no fucking joke. And then the next time out, you had to fucking 
go up there against the uh, the Hawaiian guy, John Barnard. Oh, yeah. He he, very another another very tough, entertaining fight. Go ahead. I, go ahead. I, I thought during that fight that you had it at a point, right? You you did you caught him and you had him against the ropes, literally, and. I feel like you got very overzealous in the moment. And I'm sure like watching it back, you're like son of a bitch. Cause then you got caught with that shot, which I feel like I got to ask you that, that probably you never really recovered from that. Right. That, that first shot. I feel like, did you recover for that first shot after that? No, I, uh, I took that shot and I should have, uh, uh, spent more time to recover, but I wanted to get him back because I knew I had him. And I was like, when I hit him, I saw his eyes roll back. I saw him, back up towards uh, towards the ring and i'm like oh buddy i'm gonna finish this and um when i came at him i crowded myself and i have longer reach than him so i should have just stayed long and 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 did my thing but i stayed real close and he came in with a real tight uh hook they caught me right on the chin and and um i got up and i was moving well but um yeah i I was i still need a little bit of time to recover from that one i should have been a little bit more patient getting back up um you know bare knuckle games pretty quick so dude in the heat of the moment though it's like it's it's tough it's like you see guys like travis thompson that had the wherewithal to take a knee and uh, take the full eight seconds and be and then get up you know what i mean but like he's been in the sport that I think that was like his 10th fight when he fought Reber. Like he knew when it was time to take a, take a second. You know what I mean? You in the moment, you probably had the adrenaline going and like, you know, I could take this fucking eight count or I can just get right back in there. And, you know, hindsight's always 2020, you know? Yeah. It's fucking Now you're going in there with Brandon in, uh, in, south carolina your last fight was in south carolina you're going in there against a hometown boy uh what do you know about brandon bushaw and uh, are you guys buddies with each other and uh what are your thoughts on him as a fighter in the bkfc squared circle uh brandon and i were supposed to fight about four years ago and so we have a little bit of unfinished business it's nothing personal i i, I mean he's a great athlete um you know i feel like an mma fighter an mma fight versus me would be better for him but um but i mean he, he's a good athlete i mean he's got he's got experience bare knuckle he doesn't have any the experience against opponents i've had experience with so i mean we'll see you know um i know he's hungry he wants a war he wants to to to, to go somebody that's gonna trade with him a bit more um i'm gonna give him that everybody knows i'm gonna give him that um everybody knows that that's the fight i love and he i mean he wants it so it makes for something that we both want and that we we both ready to make it exciting you know um i'm sure he studied me over the years since we were supposed to fight and you know and and uh i mean i haven't seen too much of him until recently and and i mean he he's off to a good start you know but um you know i i feel like uh He's going to come in and, I mean, he comes in with a lot of strength and power and, and, and but I mean, I don't feel you like can match that though. Right. right. You can match that. You're, you're a pretty strong and powerful dude yourself. So, yeah, I just, uh, I, I just don't feel like he has the, um, the striking experience, you know, you know, and you, you had just said you wanted to talk about experience inside the squared circle and, um, not, not to put down what Brandon has done so far, but, 
you fought Brandon Allen in your debut. He fought Paul Teague. There's a big difference between Paul Teague and Brandon Allen. Your second fight, John Barnard is no walk in the park, and he fought Slick Rick Caruso, and that ended in a no contest. That could have uh, it, it could have ended differently. We don't know how that one would would have ended. So, yeah, he, I think as as far as toughness and like talent, uh, he, you have seen the tougher guys in the in the BKFC so far, but he is a, a seasoned MMA veteran. So I'm I'm very curious to see how this one plays out with the two of you guys. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he's going to be a, a punk or a walk through the park. Um, it, it really comes down to who who wants it more, you know. Um, and I feel like we both want it a lot. Like we, I mean, he he neither of us uh, want to go in there and and make it an easy fight. We want to make this nitty gritty grind. Um, you know, um, we're going to hurt each other, and it's going to be fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, wh- what have you been doing to uh, train for Brandon? Have you done anything different? Are you training with any new people? Any uh, new locations? Anything like that? Uh, I've been training out to cater boxing with Xavier Biggs, working on um, my boxing. I've, um, I've I've been getting some work in with Joe Elmore and some of the other local BKFC fighters. Now, um, it's interesting. Elmore is going to be co- cornering me this fight. Nice. Uh, Elmore and and, and a, a uh, samples train a lot. A samples is on this card, and a samples normally corners Bouchaw. So mutually, we all have the same circles. Like I mean, a lot of uh, uh, Brandon's fans, you could say, are, are my fans. Now I'm in his hometown; they're gonna cheer for their hometown guy. But I think that they're excited for either way that this fight's gonna go because they know us both and they know how hungry we are. Um, you know, he's got some of it. I mean, I can name a b- bunch of the fans that are going to be there for him. And, and he's got a wild bunch of fans. And uh, it's the B- the Bushaw Army, right? That's what he calls them. Or, oh, no, the Brigade. The Bushaw Brigade. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they they come wild for sure. Yeah, they definitely come wild. And, you know, that pumps me up. I'm excited because they're, they're there to see an exciting fight. They're, they wouldn't all show up if he's just going to walk through somebody. So, yeah, it's going to be a wild night for sure. Um. Yeah, the last time it was fantastic. And and everybody, like we said, you were watching, because uh, we I remember you were in the comments when Brandon was on here, but like we went around that town, go to all these bars and stuff, even freaking liquor stores, and everybody knows this guy. Everybody knows him around there. He's like a little, uh, he's like a mini star over there, you know? He's like yeah. the local star. It's like when you go to Miami, the guys that fight in Miami, some of them are huge stars in Miami, like like uh, Fames. Like Fames, a lot of people know Fames. But you know, uh Yuli Diaz, like a ton of people know Yuli Diaz. It's it's insane how many people know him in Miami. So he's like Brandon Bushaw. It's like his he's like a little superstar over there in in, in South Carolina. You know you and you and Brandon. Um, this this could be a, a banger of a fight. And you you know you always like you know shoot for a knockout of the night bonus or a fight of the night bonus or something like that performance of the night. And you look at that. I'm looking at the card over there. You you mentioned Ace Samples and uh, Ace and Derek Perez is going to be a fucking banger. I think Ace seems to think he's he's going to get him out of there quick, and uh, maybe he will. But that seems like it's going to be a good one. Yourself and Brandon Holloway and Van Camp. 
is so goddamn interesting to to everybody that's been paying attention. Those guys There's are two. Be a lot of close calls on this. Card. Oh my god, Soto and Kroom, and then the, of course the main event. It's a fucking fantastic card that you got yourself on for sure. Um, I mean, I'm the... trying really hard to get on this card. I got to thank my manager, uh, Brandon Gold, with with. Um with uh, Jackson Link Worldwide uh, for helping me get on this card. Um, you know, I asked for Brandon Bishaw, and I was like, man, he's a local guy. There's a local card. It kind of makes sense, you know. Yeah. So thank you, Brandon, for accepting the fight and giving me the opportunity. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I'm i excited to, to – I like South Carolina cards. I've been hearing Brandon Gold's uh, name – more recently i he is he um taking on a lot more fighters for uh jackson wink right now in the management game he's putting in work right now so i mean he's taking a lot of more fighters i mean he's helping coaching at the gym he's 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 just active you know uh, um he, he's on the phone with me hey did you get this did you get this did you get this now them managers are, are are on the ball like they like they have been so is um is mma on the back burner now for you or is is bkfc you know the one and only for now i'm kind of taking it where it goes i mean i'm not saying i want to see how my since i focus solely on boxing i do want to see eventually how it plays out in mma um you know but i'm having fun with bare knuckle i don't have any reason to go to to uh uh, MMA. I mean, I'm getting paid more in bare knuckle. I'm getting taken care of better. Like, there's the fights are exciting. I, I mean, I, they're, they're um, the, I mean, I'm, I'm just feeling good in training. Like, it's just, you know, I, I, I feel real passionate about the sport again, and so that's that's kind of um, why I've kind of focused on bare knuckle for a little bit. It's. It's a completely different world than boxing. It's a completely different world than MMA, and it's just it's exciting. You know? It's funny. It's funny how people are are finding that out. Obviously, you firsthand. People in your gym, they're probably starting to be like, "Hey, what is this bare knuckle thing?" You know, I want to get involved. I know some people already fight bare knuckle around you, but like the world is starting to find out. It's not just boxing with your gloves off even though that's the easiest way to explain it to somebody who doesn't understand what the sport is it isn't this exact same thing you know it's it's very technical you have to be technical it can be crazy it uh, it definitely can be but now that the sport and as we talked with with keith about people are starting to refine themselves they're starting to get better it's starting to evolving it's going through a growth spurt it's evolving people are adapting methods and techniques uh easy just just posted a, a a video uh he has his own training video for for you know there's people that they're putting out content now that is really going to grow the sport because in 10 years I mean, we've seen it grow in the past five years or six years now uh, now in the next 10 years how's it going to look like it's amazing like we're, we're still at the forefront oh yeah. he's he's definitely you just mentioned easy um Reggie Barnett is definitely a guy who has like a style of his own in, in bare knuckle. And, you know, if he teaches his style, that's one thing. And then Lorenzo Hunt has really developed a style of his own. He, he Elvin Brito too. Brito has a very awkward style of his own. Joe Elmore has a style. It, it's you're right. There's certain guys that have been around for a long time that are really refining the game. And like, 
almost you know developing different styles within the sport that people could be like you know what i want to be more like that guy over there so i'm going to learn his style where it's almost like a becoming a mixed martial art of its own within the bare knuckle world you know yeah it's fucking pretty awesome dude who's Um, your favorite fighter in bkfc josh as a my favorite fighter in bkfc i've always been a fan of mike richmond oh yeah I've loved him since he was a 45er, and now he's moved up in in a weight class. I mean, you know, I I think he's retired now, but hopefully not forever. I'm already seeing a little bit of like, ah, you see it, right? Yeah, you see see it. it. He's already breaking through. You know, he's he's already coming. You can see it. He puts little things in here and there, and you know, like, ah, he just can't can't wash it off, you know? It's stuck to him now. So. He, re- I really don't. I would. I mean, obviously, Mike's done enough in his in his combat sports career to yeah. be happy with retirement. But like, he was so goddamn good in this sport that I think if he would have just went back down uh, one seventy five and took a few more fights, um, the last one didn't go his way. Obviously, the Lorenzo Hunt one didn't go his way, but. He, I don't think he he might he might not have been all the way back yet from that Lorenzo Hunt knockout. You know, what I mean that was a that was a brutal one. Whether he whether anybody doesn't want to admit it or not, that was fucking scary. Like when he fell in in the lip thing and the it was it was really bad. And then he comes back and he and he loses his next fight. I uh, I don't think he was done. I really don't. I think Mike's had a lot left in him. He's a fucking tough dude and uh, one of the best out there for sure. I mean, knockout like that will take a lot out of your mental, you know. So, I mean, I, I don't blame him for taking time off and getting it straight, you know. Whether it's forever or not, mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, like you said, he's done enough. I mean, he he's a legend in his own right, like, you know. But still, he still moves like a forty-five er. No matter what size he is, he still looks amazing. So, uh, if I could. I could take a lot from his style, you know, that 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 uh, I would like to utilize, you know. I can tell you what, no matter what, if he comes back or not, one day I'm going to Minneapolis and I will be going to the Spear- Spearman Rhino. <laughs> the Spearman Rhino. Uh, oh, yeah. I will make sure that I'm on a night that he's working and I will show up and I will hang out with the Marine. I, I, you have to, you know, the guys, he's a great guy. We we got, I, I, I'm honored to have hung out with him before and his brother yeah. and Many times, actually, I, I I love the guy and and his and his uh, his girlfriend, his brother, you know, Geo, Geo, his trainer. Like they're all they're all good people. They're really really good people. So you know, That's I wish a, him yeah. the best. Yeah, you said he's a he's a legend in his own right, but he's also a legend in the uh, strip club game too now because he's ta- he's right. taking the experiment Rhino to the top. Yeah, for sure. What's um, funny is I'd be there to see him the most. That's what's really funny. You know, <laughs> go ahead and try to call me out on it, but I'd be like, hey, no, actually, I just want to hang out with Mike. Sorry, we're gonna sit in the no VIP with this guy. <laughs> you know, I was down at a school. No, I, I was down at a school in Florida for a month with the, with the army, and I was uh, with two minnesota national guard soldiers that were down there and one of them didn't know about the spear and rhino but the other guy knew about it and he he's like uh and i said the other club that he used to run too it was uh rick was a cabaret rick's yeah cabaret. rick's cabaret yeah rick's cabaret and i'm like uh yeah uh, a friend of ours um 
from the fight industry. He runs the Spearman Rhino. So I said to him, and he goes, really? I go, you should go there. And if you see him, tell him you know him. You tell him that you know us, and maybe you'll get a free drink out of it or something. Maybe a lap dance. I don't know. Mike's a good dude. He might take care of you. Or he might punch you in the face and get, throw you out of the fucking... Well, he, I'd be, I, I would love either one, right? Yeah, it'd be a cool story one way or another. Yeah, man. Well, Josh, um, we're going to ask you some Halloween questions, just like we did with Keith Richardson. It's well, right around the corner. Oh, we got to give away a we got the bring, that up. bring that picture up. Bring yeah, it get up. the picture. Yeah, bring it up. Look at this, guys. Oh, it's Here. a picture. Oh, you had the chin hair going there, too. So a little bit different look. Great haircut. Nice, fresh line there. Uh, Josh, you saw what we did with Keith. Um, you got something you want to throw out there to the people in the audience that could guess something about you and take this picture home? Mm, where was my true bare knuckle debut? Ooh, I know. <laughs> there you go. Where was it? Where was his true bare knuckle debut? Drop okay, it in the comments. Okay, you could do that. You could do whatever you want, Josh. This is your question. This where and time. when? Where and when? That's what you want? Where and when was Josh's bare knuckle debut? His true bare knuckle debut. Yeah, what, Drop what it was... in there. Yes. Drop it in the comments. And where and when, or you don't get the picture. And I while we're doing right that. in front of me. Here we go. We're going we're gonna to ask you some Halloween questions. First off, what is your go-to horror movie? You're gonna sit down and pick a horror movie. What are you putting on? I haven't watched one in a while, but last one I watched was Saw. Nice. Yeah. Which the one? Fir- the very all first or, or the all of them? Doesn't like matter. Fourth or the fifth? Yeah, ten just came out. So I can't, yeah, I know. I haven't. Been, I kept up with the first, and then I don't know what happened. It's like like Fast and Furious over here. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, they're up to ten. You know what? You know what? One I've been finding myself watching like a lot since they came out. The new It remakes. It and It Chapter Two, the two new ones. Yeah. Um. If you ever get a chance, check those out, man. They're really high quality movies, and they're they did a fucking hell of a job remaking It. It's Definitely. fantastic. There you go. Number two. What's the worst treat you remember receiving when trick or treating as a kid? Corn. Can corn. <laughs> not not good, huh? No. <laughs> no go. I throw a, I'll throw a handful of candy corn right back in their face. You know, apples, no oatmeal. Remember that shit? Oh my god. Um part of the question was when. Yeah, part of the part of the question to get the picture is when and where. So yes. get that shit right. And uh, number three, uh, what is your favorite? What is your least favorite Halloween candy? Or you just told us your least. Reese's. Favorite. My least favorite would be the candy corn. There you go. And last one. What do you got? What's the most dangerous thing Josh Mara has ever done on Halloween night? Mm. (laughs) I hear my wife laughing from the back room. Yeah, I heard her. Danger. Don't do this at home. (laughs) <laughs> what did you do? Do you have one for me, babe? What? Oh, it wasn't dangerous. <laughs> you got something? No, she's we're for we 
we we don't really do anything crazy, but but uh, at one Halloween we'd spend a Halloween at uh, the family used to run the Playboy Mansion party, so we did Halloween there, and that was wild. no, no way, yeah, oh. That could, I mean, that could be dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it could be dangerous. That could be very dangerous. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Depending on who was there, it could get Wait a minute. Let's dangerous. go into this. Your family used to run the Playboy Mansion parties? Is yeah. My, uh, my father and my uncle were into uh, celebrity <laughs> events and stuff. And so they, until they sold the Playboy Mansion, they ran the Playboy parties, Playboy Cruise, Playboy Las Vegas, all that. Get the fuck out. That's awesome. Man, did they run the one that was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode when Will and Carlton went there? You remember that one? Mm, I'm not sure about that one. No. Uh, I don't know. But I was, um, I mean, I worked there growing up, too. I've done, like, valet for the parties and stuff, so. That is fucking cool as hell. That is very cool. And also, listen up. Moscow, Russia, Hardcore FC 50, 3-1, 2022. Falcon 09. Wow. Yes. Whoa. Look at this guy. See, there he kept go. putting little pieces of it in there, but, you know, you got to put the whole thing. This is like, uh, it's it's one of those catch-22s, right? It's so funny. Uh, Josh, he said Russia. No, Moscow, Russia. No. Moscow, Russia, Hardcore FC 50. <laughs> yeah, Moscow, Russia, ha- <laughs> Hardcore FC 53-122. Boom. It took him four tries to get it right, but he got it, man. He That's did awesome. get it. He did get it. Hey, tell us how this fight plays out. How do you, what are you going to, what do you, what do you see you doing? Uh, BKFC 52, Josh Maher and Brandon Bushaw. How is it going to play out? And then we'll let you get up out of here. Uh, I feel uh, like we're going to, I mean, I'm actually open for however it's going to go. You know, I, I anticipate that he's going to want it fast paced. You know, I'm cool with that. Um, I don't, you know, any way he wants to take it, whether it's the clinch game or if it's the, 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 the power shots, or if you want to dance around and, and, and make it a show. Um, you know, I, I know he's looking to brawl. I know he's looking to exchange, um, He's never been out of the first round, so if I drag him out of the first round, I would like to see where his cardio is. You know, um, I know I can go. I can go 10 rounds. So um, uh, I see him getting cut up and, 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 and knocked out. Like, I don't see it, you know. Um, you know, the, 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 the possibility of it being uh, – um, uh, of a, you know, I mean, he can always rock me, and and, and we and, and we grind it out. But I don't, I don't see me getting finished as long as I stay focused and 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 um, you know, and I feel like he's in the same boat. It's it's a it's going to be a good fight, you know. I okay. think uh, I think he's he's going to make it tough, and I'm going to make it tougher. Outstanding, man. I know it's going to be a good one. Um, BKFC 52, it's next Friday, not this Friday. You got nine days from now. I hope you guys are either watching on the app or watching it um, live October 20th because uh, there's a there's a whole lineup of fucking killer fights on this fight card. We're going to be there live, so we'll talk to you then, Josh. And uh, any final words to any sponsors or teammates or anything, anybody that's paying attention that you want to hear? Yeah, I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, my team, to Decatur Boxing. I want to give a shout out to my sponsors, Barber Orthopedics, ATL Dispensary, 
uh, Loganville Ford, uh, HK USA is taking care of me on my fight gear this fight. Um, Suffer Party. Um, I also want to get a shout out to uh, Priceless Nutrition and uh, and my own company. I, I, I sponsor it's uh, Champion Heating and Air. There you go. Awesome stuff, Josh. Thank you very much, Mike. You have anything else for him? Yeah, man. Can't wait to see you next week, man. It's going to be awesome. Take it easy, brother. Later. Thank you. Later, Josh. Later. There he is. Danger. Danger. Get on the flow. Oh, uh, I wanted to throw this out here. Everybody, make sure you get over to the extreme. Extreme. Bare Knuckle fans page. All you know, of our signed posters are courtesy of the Extreme Bear, uh, Extreme Bear, Bare Knuckle fans page. Freaking country, Russ, those guys are the shit. They hook us up. They hook you up. They even have a ticket that we're going to be giving away when we get to South Carolina. We decided to go out and we're going to give this thing away like we did last time, which conveniently it was. Uh, in, in South Carolina last time. So we went to the bar and we gave the sucker out. There's going to be one person, one lonely soul going to be sitting there happy as a pig and shit. Happy as a pig and shit. And they're going to have a good time at the BKFC event, just like everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome show tonight. Uh, Keith Richardson and Josh Mar are both fucking dogs. And they're going to put on a show for everybody. BKFC 52 on, August, on uh, October 20th. Tomorrow night, we got the other half of the main event, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have, we got Reggie, easy, educated hands, Barnett Jr. He's got a long name. He's got a long name. It's a lot to say. It's a mouthful. But uh, we're going to have Reggie on tomorrow night. We're going to talk to him about his fight with Keith and get the other side of the story. Talk about his training with Lorenzo. He is with Lorenzo right now training. He's away from home, so he's on like a... I don't know, a training, a training, uh, not a vacation, but he's away. I, I always like to be away and, you know, travel. So that, that that's probably nice to train two champs training together. Trading Do you know, tips. are they, are they in Florida? Are they down in, at uh, Lorenzo's place in Florida or are they off somewhere? Do you know? I think that they're at Lorenzo's. Nice. But it's not positive. I don't know. They were in a gym. I don't know. I couldn't tell from he, they had some training footage that they put out and I believe they're at Lorenzo's. You never know with uh, with those guys because, like, you, you know, Lorenzo's in Puerto Rico. He's in Florida. He's out in Denver. He's, he's yeah, yeah. He's all over the fucking place. He's right. Training at fourteen thousand feet in Denver for that Denver card. Like, yeah, they, they do some crazy shit. Those guys and uh, yeah, that's two of the best in the game. Training together, formulating a game plan that you that tells you right there that he's taking this uh, Keith Richardson fight ultra serious because, you know. Two of the best coming together to formulate a plan, you know, keys up against sure. it. So, uh, got anything else for the peeps, Mike? Well, not till tomorrow. You see, tomorrow was another night for some more bare knuckle fun, some more bare knuckle news, interviews, and all the good stuff. Oh, you know what? Combat sports. What's up? There's an event this weekend. I wanted to bring that up. Yes, uh, there is. There's a couple of events. Here. There's a couple of events this weekend, actually. The, one, the ones but, that um, we're going to talk about. The one that's important is uh, there's a prospect series on Saturday. Yeah, there at it three, is. I think it's at three o'clock or ding dong. Yeah. What time is that at in, in America here? Is that three o'clock yeah, in the afternoon? Yeah. What the hell? 
three yeah 3 p.m here what is the, the time in america and not in america and yes, um, it's 3 p.m so 3 p.m saturday on the bkfc app you guys could jump on there and you can uh check out the next batch of prospects trying to fight their way into the bkfc um oh, and, and they i'm looking at the card they got uh three six nine fights listed right now so oh. i'm assuming that's probably what it's going to be nine fights fighting in liverpool so uh check that shit out on saturday and there's another card that i just want to talk about have you been paying attention to all the fucking wild shit that's going on with the dylan dennis uh Dylan Dennis, um, Logan Paul card this weekend. Uh, yeah, I I have been watching. It's Did you see little... that KSI spit on John uh, John Fury, uh, Tyson Fury's dad, spit on him today? No, these I guys, did not. These see guys, that. Go, no, I did these not. These guys go busy. a little fucking overboard. People die for shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm That's telling you right now. Uh, no, oh man, there's uh. There's nothing fucking grosser to me than getting spit on by somebody. I think I would put a bullet in someone if they spit on me. You know what I mean? It's yeah, uh that's, that's just that's it. That is disrespect <laughs> beyond disrespect. And then there was a video of Dylan Dennis choking that girl, um, whatever her name is, like Danny uh, something Ellie Brooks. Is it Ellie Brooks? L the Brooks? girl L Brooks, the, L? L Brooks, like she's the hot like blonde chick that fought on that um she fought on that fucking kingpin Where? card. Uh, Dylan Dennis put her in a rear naked choke and put her to sleep today on stage. That was interesting to me. Uh, for fun, like yeah, not, yeah, like, not she, like a no, like just she, like choke her out. She her. wanted she wanted him to choke her unconscious, and Dennis did it today in front of a crowd of people. I oh yeah, like, I see, I see, I see. Like what a fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. uh this this uh this logan paul card this weekend is a fucking goddamn spe <laughs> spectacle and it is it's been and insane. mike perry's there dude mike perry's there uh oh, yeah. darren till is there Foleman at the mouth uh og shawnee mac is there with full send yep. you got fucking conor mcgregor's gonna be there for dylan <laughs> dennis man it's, how crazy it's gonna be oh my god it is uh it, it is quite the scene um this weekend at that card is that in england i don't even know where that fucking is i know i think it's in manchester is that where it is i don't I think, know yeah i think it's in manchester either way watch the prospect That's series something i do not know right uh, saturday go ahead right, three wait three which the card end. the dennis one the dennis one yeah, yeah the, i don't know the logan paul dylan dennis is in manchester england and earlier that day in Liverpool will be the BKFC prospect series. So you guys have a busy yeah. Saturday. You guys got a busy Saturday. You, you pay for the app, you watch the prospect series, and then you go pirate the uh, internet seas for the, <laughs> for the fucking Dylan Dennis car. <laughs> I'm paying full price for that shit. <laughs> you go pirate. I already paid. You go one piece that shit real quick. And, um, you know, you guys pay, be good boys. Be good. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's let's wrap it up. Tune, tune in tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Shout out to the Shave Parlor and BKFC, uh, BK Bet Shark for um, you know, keeping the show going. And thank you guys for all tuning in tonight. We got Reggie Barnett tomorrow night, 9 p.m. We will see you there. Peace. <laughs>